Kelly Langston. Perhaps you have watched the video um, on YouTube about, it's actually gone viral, from Pastor Dana Coverstone, and it includes a series of dreams that he had concerning things that are going on in America right now. Two of those dreams, according to the video and the testimony of the pastor, Pastor Dana, I'm going to call him, have come through, but the third dream is really scary actually it talks about a lot of things that were coming to america um later this fall and it was to be honest it was quite frightening um there are many people that are talking about this right now and i've looked also at the dream first of all everybody pretty much agrees that pastor dana seems like a great guy and he's given this dream out of a warning many many people I think it's it's gone viral it's been seen millions of times and a lot of people are to be quite frank they're terrorized by this dream uh, that he had about the things that are coming to America I don't want to say much about the dream itself but I do want to take just a second to ask you uh, to consider one thing that I really haven't heard a lot of people say but this is where my heart and my ministry come and that is that we are all called to listen to what the Lord is saying to us on an individual level right now when you become a believer in Jesus meaning that he was our Savior he died for us he took on our sin and he rose again you are given the Holy Spirit that is a gift and it's promised and when you have that gift you have an ability to hear from God through the Holy Spirit some people might say, oh, that's crazy. No, it's not crazy. It's promised in the Bible. And people throughout, Christians throughout centuries have been well aware that the Holy Spirit is alive and well today. And I will go back to one scripture from John 16, 12 through 15. And Jesus was asked, um, Jesus says, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Jesus provides the answer to the question, does God still speak today? And if you're thinking about does God still speak to Dana, Pastor Dana, or does God speak to you? Jesus answers this question. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth he will not speak on his own. He will only speak what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. Did you hear that? I'm going to read it again. These are Jesus' words from John chapter 16. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, that's the Holy Spirit that you receive when you become a believer in Jesus, that he died and was put to death, he took on your sin, and he rose again. And you accept that gift from him then you receive the Holy Spirit and Jesus says when he the Spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth he will not speak on his own he will speak only what he hears where is he hearing it from God and he will tell you what is yet to come he will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you all that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me 
what he will make known to you. The only thing I need to add to all this discussion going on about was Pastor Dana's dreams true? Was it a warning? Um, what should we do? First of all, you need to take this to God. Now is the time that, we, you know, we have been, and I'm guilty too, we have been so looking to every voice that can tell us what is going on, every Christian leader that can tell us what is going on. And we need Christian leaders, not to say that we don't need them. Certainly we do. But right now, the most important thing is your relationship with Jesus and the Father through the Holy Spirit. If you are seeking truth on whether this prophecy of Pastor Dana's is true or not, and you have not gone to God and the Spirit, then you're missing something that's vitally important that Jesus is telling you to do. You have to take this to God. I am also a dreamer, and I've had dreams as well. I've had dreams of terrible things happening about different things that did not come true. And I will tell you this, that was because sometimes God will allow a dream to tell you what the enemy's plan is. The enemy does have a plan for our lives and our nation, but so does God. And sometimes he will give you a, a glimpse into that plan, that plan of the enemy. Our response is always the same. You go to God in prayer. You get the word out and you remind God of his promises. You um, go before the Lord. Ask him to show you any areas of sin that we've gone into and to cleanse you from it. Ask him to tell you the truth. He wants to tell you the truth. That's our God. He is a God that loves the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. But, you know, we kind of, it's easier to go through other people. You must also remember to first go to Jesus. So take these things to Jesus. Now, I will say this about the dream. I believe the enemy has a plan for this nation. Absolutely he does. It's almost the 400th year anniversary of when the pilgrims set sight on the land that would become the United States of America. They sighted that land November 9th, uh, 1620. This November 9th, it will be 400 years from that. And from the beginning when they set sail for that land, that land of promise, the enemy put other people on the boat with them. They were called the strangers. And I, I encourage you to go back to William Bradford's original uh, diary that he made called Up Plymouth Plantation. You can probably read it for free. It's kind of hard to read. It's in um, a different older style of English. But um, it tells that he why they came. They came here to worship God um, in a pure way. Um, they wanted to separate themselves from the man-made system of church and worship that was existing at the time and go to the more pure way of worshiping God. And they were persecuted for that, what, that style of worship where they were. And God provided a place for them to worship in freedom. 
And that is such a blessing. And even where they landed was not where they intended to land. God miraculously took them to a place that even when they got there in November, there was provisions, there was cleared land that was is ready for them. And had they gone anywhere else, I truly believe they would not have survived. God's hand was on this nation from the very beginning. But from the beginning, if you even go look at the people that were on that ship with them, the Mayflower, they were they called them the strangers. They did not worship as they did. They were from the very beginning the enemy start started to divide them. He's called the accuser. If you look at the word that it originally comes from the same Greek word that we get categories from. And that's what he does. He wants to divide us into smaller, weaker groups. He's doing this right now. So the Bible is so strong, it will tell you what's going on. But back to this dream, and um, what you really have to do is please go and ask the Holy Spirit to tell you and to show you, what am I to do, Lord? What is your truth? He's going to tell you that. I think we're coming into a time right now, and this is a, a word that I want to speak out. We're coming into a time right now that God is going to speak in mighty ways to the children of God. He is giving dreams, um, but we need to know what to do with them. I think dreams are often symbolic, symbolic and they include metaphors in the same way that Jesus used parables in the Bible to teach and help us learn and to learn the, the mind and the heart of God. And it instructs us. So God does get dreams. But we have to learn to go through the Holy Spirit to understand those dreams. I never think that God speaks through fear. Um, just terrible, hopeless words. I don't think that's what he does. However, he can give us a warning. But there has to be a way. You know, he, he's not just going to leave us with this hopeless thing. He's going to want to give us warnings that will call us back to him. His heart is to bring us back to him like he welcomed the prodigal son back into his open arms. He didn't deserve it, that son, but he welcomed him. That Jesus said, oh, Jerusalem, I would have called you in like a hen, but you would not let me. God wants restoration to himself, but he does not want things to go back to the way they were. He wants to use these things that because of the consequences of our turning our backs on him, uh, he will allow things to happen, but the purpose is always to bring us back home. So that's all I have to say about Dana, Pastor Dana's dream. Um, well, I will say my personal belief is that he's showing us the enemy's plan, but I also believe that because when you God allows you to see the enemy's plan, he's doing it for a reason. He's given you that for a reason, to get on our knees, get on our faces, and cry out to God for deliverance. Cry out to God, not just to deliver us to the same place, but deliver us to a stronger, closer relationship with the Almighty God so that America can be the um, what God intended her to be. We are called to be a light to the gospel of Christ. You know, if you look at the writings of the pilgrims, that's what they say in those writings. So no matter what you might have heard that, well, that's, that's not why... You know, America was found. Go back and look at those writings. I challenge you. Go back and look at the writings of William Bradford, where he clearly uh, this tells why they set off on the Mayflower so long ago in 1620. Okay, that's all I have to say. 
I am also wanting to teach you how you can listen to God yourself. And I want to tell you the one key thing about my teaching, my teaching is based on this. God will never speak in a way that contradicts his scripture. In fact, scripture is the litmus test of anything you hear from God, whether it's a dream, whether he speaks to you in a still small voice. It says he speaks through nature. He speaks through so many things, but you have to take it back to the word. You have to know God through the word, know his ways and know, and you can, yes, his ways are higher than ours. So there's some things we'll never understand, but you can recognize God's ways. If he goes out and tells you to have an affair, that's not God's ways. It's not. You can go to scripture and find that out. So you have to know, you have to get in that word. But when you do, it opens the doors. And if people say to you, well, God just doesn't speak that way anymore. That's not what scripture says. He says in the last days, I will send dreams to your young man and your old man and visions. He, he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. So that is, he's communicating. But are we listening? So I hope that encourages you. If you do one thing after listening to this message, um, I'm going to put a link below to how you can um, learn more about how to hear from God and how to confirm it that it is actually God speaking to you. Um, so click the link below and I'll tell you a little more about it. Read the details. Um, I, I talk about my process in a book, Yes, God Speaks. It's available now. I don't care if you buy the book or not. I just want you to learn the process that how you can hear, how God is speaking to you, how you confirm it through scripture, and then your mind is at peace. And, and so it's your message to God. We have to have this not this, through all these other people, and then God. You know, first, we go to God, and then Jesus brings the body of Christ to us. I'm Kelly Langston. May you be blessed and encouraged. God has an awesome will for your life, and I believe it's time to step out into that. God bless.